Meanwhile, at Manage Comics, coming to you from a secret underground lair, these dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, comic book retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics team. sound makes me so happy i just love it so much welcome to meanwhile at manage comics this is uh season one episode two and it will be for the week of january 23rd 2023 i as always am your host brian garside and with me is my partner in crime ivan wine ivan hello 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 so it's uh it's new solicitations week so we are going to be jam-packed full of good things and we want to try and keep this to a tight 30 tight 30 so uh let's uh let's jump right into it mm-hmm. um so diving deep into the data mines it's sure here's some music just for you <laughs> hold on ah. uh, i don't know what you said <laughs> I... <laughs> diving oh man i love the ladies in the tube don't you yeah <laughs> Uh, diving deep into the business, and all of a sudden, there you just hear a hmm, yeah, I know, or 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 the ones where it like goes on for two minutes, and then suddenly she says, I don't know what you mean by and she recites the last 10 minutes of conversation you've had. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad it took you to that point to realize that you didn't know what I meant by. So, yeah, the solicitations are out. Um, our goal is to usually have solicitations ready by the monday of the new week um i think ours were pretty much on by monday uh so yeah we uh we nailed that but as always we've got tiny little issues that we run into what what was this month's uh issue with with data so far well uh again with the last minute changing uh ratios oh you know what never mind you can order as many of these as you like uh but we're just going to do it last minute and not tell anybody yeah so that means that the titles are wrong and also uh, the ratio um, quantities. So they'll solicit them as one in 100 ratios. And then we get the book in and or we, we get the uh, the data on Monday that or a complaint on Monday, usually that, uh, you know, the the timeless variants are no longer one in 100s. So then we have to go through and fix all those. And, that's and then remember after you did it all that you forgot to edit the titles to reflect that they're no longer ratios. Yeah, exactly. Not that I've ever done that twice. That's what, one of the nice things about like DC is they don't usually include the, the name, like one in 25 variant in the title. Um, but it's usually, it's, it's always in the ratio numbering. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, been good fun. Um, this month's highlight though. So let me point out our new little imagey thingy there. Um, so this now uses the three primary, uh, previews covers. And then I put it onto a colored background that is whatever the month's, uh, precious gemstone is. So this month it's garnet, uh, sorry, amethyst. Uh, so we've got a little bit of a purple backdrop going on, but our highlights this month are going to be around green arrow number one which is part of the dawn of dc 
Um, even though Venom number 18 is on the cover of the Marvel, really the, the big Marvel um, pull this month is Guardians Galaxy number one. Uh, Mighty Barbarians is on the front cover of previews and on the back cover of previews is World Tree. And part of the Dawn of DC, but it's not really been highlighted this month on the DC Connect, is Superboy Man of Tomorrow. So get right into Green Arrow number one with five variants. Um, and this is going to lead in a little bit to next week's Brian Hibbs uh, column that we're going to break down. Um, you know, does Green Arrow, a one in 60, need five? Actually, I think there's six variants right now. So there's five variants and one original cover. Um, why yeah. not 12? Does, does it need that for a one of six? Um, Miniseries? I don't know. I, I actually thought this was an ongoing, but it's only one in six. So, God, that guy's art looks like Paul Patelier's so much. Um, yeah, Joshua Williamson wrote Dark Crisis, and he's also doing, I think he's doing the new Superman title. So he's all over the DCU. Superboy Man of Tomorrow features Connor Kent, written by Kenny Porter. Uh, it looks like one, two, three, four variant covers on this one. Five variant covers? Oh, good. Plus a, uh, a standard cover. Again, one in six, uh, one of six. So it's a mini series. Lots of fun there. Guardians of the Galaxy is um, coming back just in time for the movie with uh, written by Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing and written by our. Uh, drawn by Kev Walker. So we'll see where that goes. $5 cover price on that. Interesting DC's going with the 399 with the uh, cardstock covers of 499. From what I understand, the cardstock set colors usually sell fairly well. Um, how did you guys do with the cardstocks back when you were Uh fairly fairly well and I think I mentioned the last episode we had a couple customers who that's all they bought. Yeah, were from DC were the cardstock covers. They look nicer, and they've got they usually have a lot like more minimal trade dress. Yeah, personally though, I love like I love cover logos, so that to me seems a shame. You know, I I really like a good cover logo. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I, that's that's one thing we've we've geeked out on before. Sometimes I I admit. I know you're not supposed you're not supposed to judge a book by a cover, which is a joke because we're talking about comic books. I mean, that's all that you do, right? But yeah, I've I've picked up a book just because the logo uh, set was so nice. Like, yeah, I I, I I have to have this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mighty Barbarians is from the writer of Barbaric. You were saying that there's like three Barbaric series out there. Uh, there have been previous to this, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Cool. Not even something I'm familiar with, but um, I don't go too deep in the catalog these days. So <laughs> that might be why. Uh, yeah, so this this is a new uh, series from the writer of Barbaric, Mighty Barbarians, from Blaze Studios, I believe. And finally, we're going to round it out with a new JTIV. Uh, and, and I was told recently by Ivan that it's Tinian. Is that right? I did not say I knew how to pronounce it. I said well, based on his based on the uh, name of his uh, Substack, right? Substack. 
Is, no, it, and, I, and I, I'll admit, I, have, I have mispronounced names of things for years. <laughs> uh, I don't okay. know how, how many years I call uh, Wacom uh, tablets Wacom. Wacom? I still call them Wacom. because. And I, I, th I thought that uh, uh, Neil Gaiman's name was Gaiman for a good 15 years. Sounds I like convinced Gaiman. a friend of mine that they were wrong and they changed and then they got corrected and they were very, very mad at me. Like, I believed in you. I'm sorry. I, I, I know nothing. So this one's a new horror series from James Tinian. Tinian? Tinian? I don't know. Uh, that guy, the, the guy that did Silver Coin and, and something's killing the children, you know. Just call him JTIV. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Fernando Blanco. I think from what I read from the solicitations, it's like a uh, kind of like almost like a horror version of the matrix. Maybe uh, the solicitation says in 1999, Gabriel and his friends discovered the undernet, a secret architecture to the internet. They charted their exploration on a message board called world tree. Then they lost control. Someone broke into world tree. Someone who welcomed the violent hold the undernet had on them. At great personal cost, Gabriel and the others thought they sealed the undernet away for good. They were wrong. And now they will know the meaning of fear spelled with the totally elite PH34R. I got to admit, this is hitting all the buttons for me. And right? I, I, yeah, it's like cyberpunk horror. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the nice house oh, on the lake. Kind of BBS bullshit. <laughs> done a good job with uh, horror so this this could be a, a good one yeah. and that's gonna do it for the um the our little uh data mine dive next week we'll probably go a little bit deeper on some of the things that we're finding that are wrong with this month because it usually takes us about a week to start finding all the little hiccups that make us so happy um but in the meantime, let's hear a word from our sponsor. The Manage Comics Order Helper makes point-of-sale checkout a breeze. You can get to the app in one tap once you've added the app title to your point-of-sale. From there, you'll find any Manage Comics orders through our browse or search options. Clicking on the customer order will let you select the items you want to bring into the POS cart. The cart is created with all items and their individual discounts exactly as they appear in Manage Comics. You can check out some or all of the items. Any items removed from the cart will go back into the Manage Comics order. We think it's all super easy to use, but if you have any issues, you can always visit our support knowledge base. Or ask us a question and we'll get back to you quickly. Manage Comics Order Helper makes subscription checkouts accurate, quick, and easy. So the Order Helper, of course, uh, those of you that know, know. Those of you that don't, you should know. The order helper, uh, you'll find it on our website, info.managecomics.com. And if you click on uh, the order helper link, I believe it's in the footer, it'll take you right to it. Um, so the order helper will help you get your orders from Manage Comics into your point of sale uh, in one click. And we did some fairly major updates to it just a few weeks ago, which uh, helped with like really large orders. So when we do our testing, our biggest order was like 30, 35 items, but we're hearing about people with 70, 80, 90, 100 items. Uh, and those were getting lost in the shuffle. So um, yeah, we went through and, and fixed all that stuff a couple of weeks ago. And it is 
rocking and rolling from what I've heard. So give it a shot um, and it will make your life better. Let's get into the industry news. So we're going to start out with a couple sad little stories. Um, Captain Can Comics, which is in Burlington, Ontario, just uh, about an hour and a half away from me here, um, was broken into a couple weeks ago. Literally a 30-minute break-in. Um, they got, or sorry, 30-second. I think they said it was 75 seconds. It's something ridiculous. It's so fast. They used a, a like a grinder on the door. They ground, ground through a lock and the... the um, deadlock and uh got in and literally took all of the cgc graded books that were on the shelf right behind the kind of right right behind the door um dollars worth of books not incredibly high grade books but they are all like big keys so there was a amazing fantasy number one or number 15 i think it was like graded 1.0 there was also a run of Amazing Spider-Man from 1 to 15. Um, there was some uh, Fantastic Fours, X-Men's. So they got them all. And if you click on the link that will be in the show notes here, um, the ICV2 article actually has all the books with their their serial numbers. So just keep an eye out for them. You know, if you're shopping the GTA um, all the way to Montreal, down to Detroit. Um, keep an eye out if somebody brings in a bunch of kind of lower grade CGC books. Uh, just give their their serial numbers a quick check. Um, that kind of sucks. The other thing that really sucks is we've lost a few fairly big stores um, in the last month or so. So AJ's Comics in Connecticut. They're not a huge shop, but they were with us since 2017. So they're they're literally the third store, I believe, that started using managed comics. Um, really sad to see Pete and, and his team uh, close their doors. They just really never recovered from COVID. They've had a massive drop in foot traffic. Um, I don't want to rant about cities, but I've just noticed a lot of cities are making really, really poor decisions on their downtown cores right after stores are just getting back uh, from from COVID lockdowns and everything. And uh, I know infrastructure projects are always really, really important and they're always really hard to do. Um, but man, our our city here has just been devastated with with stupid construction projects that seem to go on forever and get undone and then redone by the next council. And it's, it's really frustrating for stores. So if anything like that happened to them, I can just imagine how it's just, you know, it's, it's just one blow after the other. Um, the comic shop in Crowley UK closed back in November. We didn't find out about it until kind of mid December. Um, Basbo comics closed in January of this year. And again, both of them kind of cited, the high cost of importing comics, especially. Um, we just were, were, who's that? Comics and Pop in Australia? We're just, yeah, they just decided to pause selling single issues. Yeah, so they're not going to sell single issues anymore. They're only going to sell trades and manga. Um, just it's too hard to deal with the 
crazy exchange rates, the shipping and all that stuff. Um, at this point, I think a, a comic has to be double us cover in order for it to even break even over there. So yeah, that's, that's tough. So we hate to see folks go. Um, we especially hate to see managed comic shops go just cause I have a vested interest in making sure all of our shops succeed. So really sucks. But in better news, the Comics Pro annual meeting will be February 23rd to 25th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I'll be there along with uh, a bunch of other comic store owners. Um, the Comics Pro is a comics professional retail organization. If you don't know about it, it's really worth your time to take a look into it. There's a lot of benefits you get, including they, they've got, I think, you know, different um, perks and benefits. But primarily they represent they're a group that represents the industry to publishers and distributors um, and we've made a lot of headway with a lot of data issues because we have the backing of comics pro so um, highly recommend that if you're a comic shop you look into it i think annual you know i don't even want to say you'll, you'll find their annual uh rates and everything online they're very reasonable um, and for the amount of work that the industry does for us as a, as an industry, um, I think it's, it's well worth it, but yeah, you can also click on the link in our show notes to get to the, uh, tickets. And finally, um, we want to congratulate dreamers and make believers who have formally had their grand opening in, uh, Baltimore, Maryland. So they were founded by Miranda Cordell in, um, gosh, it was about two years ago, no, about a year ago. Uh, and they went through all kinds of trials and tribulations before they finally got into their current building. They've done a lot of, um, a, a lot of pop-ups and stuff over the last 18 months. They, they've got a kind of ongoing pop-up with the local brewery, which is really cool. And they're really focused on diverse kind of LGBT women voices, BIPOC voices. And uh, it, it looks like a great shop and I can't wait to get to Baltimore and check them out. So um, congrats to dreamers and make believers. What's coming up for us in the next little while. So we've updated a whole bunch of changes from the change log uh, for October and November. We've uh, added some new features like regenerating errored orders, multiple distributions, unapproved items on lists, and print cells for pull lists. Um, this week right now, we're in QA. I've just got to review some changes to universal distribution files. So we can now import universal distribution um, invoices. We did some changes to alt and titles on the Managed Comics 2 front end to make sure that we do a better job at ADA compliance, so Americans with Disabilities Act compliance. Um, there was an issue apparently where the active subscriptions count and discount display on the all customers page was showing wrong. I've confirmed that the actual discounts are being calculated correctly uh, based off of active disc active subscriptions um but it did look wrong on both the front end and on the customer end so not sorry not on the customer end, on the admin all customers and on the individual customer page it looked wrong but 
we've now fixed that. Um, and that's a QA, so I'll be confirming that today and getting that out tomorrow. And then for the rest of the week, we're working on an initial order uploads tweak, um, just the way that the initial orders are created. Um, we're doing an initial orders Penguin Random House text box so that when you go to the initial orders <coughs> for PRH, you'll get a little text box that you can copy and paste into. That's going to be so, so yeah. handy. Yeah, I didn't know that was an issue, but uh, now that we know. <laughs> You're welcome. It's an easy fix. <laughs> um, and we're creating a default location for polls to go into in Shopify. We still don't support multi-location, but this is a quick fix we can do so that you can choose what default um, location you'll you'll use. And I hope to have all that stuff done kind of the end of the week. And then next week we'll be working pretty hardcore on geek fetch items. Um, well, before we go into next time on Meanwhile, Ivan, is there anything you want to talk about? Uh, just off the top of my head, no. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, I, can, I can't think of anything just immediately. Um, I will say, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. When you find an error with the data, please, please, please send it. Uh, it, it may seem like it's annoying. It is annoying to find the, the, the error. It, it bothers me that there's an error in the data. It's not that I'm unhappy to hear about it. I absolutely want to hear about it because I want good, clean data. I have, a, I, I, have, I have the tiniest requests and I'm going to, I'm going to solo this one so that I can request a tiny, tiny request. So small. If you have a problem, please don't ask it in the Facebook group. If it's something that you think other retailers can, you know, chime in on by all means, you know, if it's a process issue and you want to just bounce it off folks by all means, but if something's wrong with managed comics, please send it to help at managedcomics.com. I am notoriously horrible for going on social media. I I don't like social media anymore. I find it... If, yeah, if, if, if it's an official problem, uh, go through official channels. That way we can make sure we find it and it doesn't get lost. Yeah, it will get lost because I, yeah. I honestly, I pop on social media. It's, it's not a pride just... thing. Oh, don't, don't call us out in public. It's a don't let us get the information lost yeah and then no, absolutely. See it. yeah if you've got a problem please let us know we'll we'll happily uh jump on it and you by all means ask ask folks on uh on the community if they're experiencing it but we probably won't see it there unless i happen to see that stupid notification man last week for some reason Facebook got me in some sort of a loop where somebody had asked a question and I could not actually see the question. It kept putting me into some meta Facebook business thing and showed me all these like questions, like, like old um, text messages from people that have asked questions on the managed comics page, but would not show me the one thing that I wanted to see. And it kept looping me back into that. And I was just like, I don't even know what to do here. So I, I was having this problem where I was trying to respond to one of those uh, on my phone, and every time I'd click the reply and start typing, it would take my but my my text window and drop it below the keyboard, and it wouldn't show it to me. Yeah, because I, I don't know what I'm typing now. I guess I'm just gonna not reply until I get to a computer. So yeah, um, 
please just send an email to help managecomics.com and we'll get back to you in a ridiculously fast way. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. The next next week, we're going to do a deep dive on um, Brian Hibbs's most recent tilting at windmills. Um, I did a quick analysis of it and we found eight individual points that he makes in it that are that are really interesting and and will make for a good conversation um, about what he thinks are wrong with periodicals uh, depending on how things go we may go live next week with the show and we may do it um, the whole thing live on Thursday but we'll uh, we'll see about that first um, I, I highly suggest you you read the articles. Yeah, for sure. For so sure. we'll include the article in the show notes. Um, if we do decide to go live, uh, I'll make sure that I, I send out some invites and everything about that first, because uh, I think it could make for a really good discussion. Um, but that, I think, is going to about do it for this week. So, oh, well, And we should announce before uh, next week, we are going to have uh, 15 variant covers for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the next... Yeah, the next meanwhile on Managed Comics will have... Actually, I was just talking to a couple of people today, and we're going to have 26 variant oh. covers. Uh, five of them are ratio variants that actually require unlocked versions of other ratioed variants to get. And two of them will require uh, you to exclusively display them on your front counter if you want to get those. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's a new, uh, that's a new requirement we're going to have. <laughs> all right i think that's going to do it for this week i have anything last minute things to say no that'll that'll do it uh and we'll we'll see you next week all right folks in the meantime and in between times keep uh keep selling comics <laughs>